Hi, good day everyone and welcome to Straight Talking with Craig on this lovely Tuesday afternoon. The weather's nice and sunny and shining outside. And yes, uh, we have a special guest today and online today we have got Linda Dents. Good day, Linda Dents. How are you? Very well, Craig. Thanks. And yourself? Yeah, fantastic. It um, looks like summer's on its way. I hope so. It's uh, spring's my favourite time of year. Oh well, fantastic! I can I, I, I can imagine with that. I mean, my swimming pool's now twenty two degrees. I can't wait to jump in there. First of September, we're going for our first swim. I'll tell you what. Sir. <laughs> um, I might wait until I might wait until November. <laughs> November, but all right, cool. Uh, Linda, if you can just maybe introduce yourself and just uh, let uh, the people know exactly who you are and what your um, business is all about. Sure. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, well, my name is Linda Dent. Uh, my business is called Just Ask Linda Business Coaching. I've been uh, a business owner for just over two and a half years. Before that, I spent 35 years in the South African banking industry, working with the two major banks, Standard Bank and Nedbank, as well as two international banks um, back in the 2000s. Oh, right. Okay. So, Linda, why did you leave the banking industry and uh, start out with this uh, coaching? Well, after 30 plus years, I think I'd reached a point um, where there was not much further to go. I was in a senior management position. Um, I had a number of teams I was working with. I was in the cash operations space. And, um, and the challenges were very great, and I loved the challenges. But what actually happened is that I think I turned 50 um, and hit one of those midlife crises and needed to find something different and more meaningful to do with my life. Uh, and so that caused me to, to think about things and uh, look at what other opportunities were out there to use my skills my particular strength and uh, do something that could help others. Oh, well, fantastic. And then why business coaching? Why not something else like financial advisor or something like that? Why did you choose business coaching as a thing? All right. Well, uh, I am not an accountant um, nor a financial advisor. Uh, my biggest strength in, in the banking world lay in the ability to troubleshoot problems and deal with the client's challenges and also to to work with others in the bank um, through relationship management. So relationship management, in effect, was my, my strong suit. While I love numbers and I enjoy spreadsheets, I know that's kind of weird, but like while I actually like working with those things, I've got a bit of a schizophrenic personality, Craig, so it, it you know, and one day I could sit, one day I can sit and just work with numbers. And another day I like to be out talking to people and understanding their issues and trying to analyze them and come up with solutions. So, yeah, that's why I, um, and, and another answer to that question is I have never been a specialist. I like, I like the fact that I'm a generalist. So the more aspects of, of anything that I can get to grips with, the better, um, whereas specialization takes you down a long, you know, tunnel or yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. long journey towards um, getting lots of, 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 of 
uh, you know, qualification. So even my BCom that I did was a general BCom. That's what they called it at the oh, time. Right, okay. <laughs> so let's just have a quick uh, round of some myth-busting questions here. Um, yeah. Are you a mentor, a mentor, a coach, or a consultant? Ah, that's a good question, Craig. I'm actually a bit of all three. Um, so what I've come to realize is the word coach, even though I call myself a business coach, um, the word coach often means that you you draw something out of the other person. You, you, you just facilitating and using various tools to draw something out of them. Mm-hmm. Um, it usually doesn't involve a lot of talking. Uh, on my part, sure. but I can't help that. I always talk. So the consulting, <laughs> the consultant side is is someone who gives, sort of analyzes the the issue and gives a lot of advice. So I definitely do that as well. I analyze the situation for a client and then I start telling them stories from maybe my banking past or stories from my own uh, entrepreneurial journey. Um, So kind of a consultant role. And then the mentor, I really do align with the word mentor because it's, it's, um, you know, it's where somebody who doesn't know what they don't know reaches out to to someone who's been through um, the, you know, the journey. They've been through the movie a few times. Um, and they reach out and ask questions and get a different perspective. So I'm definitely a bit of all three. Okay, well, that's actually quite good good to know. Uh, Another thing is uh, I've heard like business coaches say that uh, they can give financial results like 200% in profits. Is that a a myth or or not? Yeah. (laughs) Or a lie? (laughs) Yeah, personally, I think it's... It's a bit of a myth, and the reason I say um, the reason I say that. So I don't, I, I won't do that. I'll never do that. And the, you know, the marketing people will tell you that's how you, you know, that's how you attract people because they they get, um, you know, big eyes mm. when they see big numbers, and they're like, ding ding, oh yay, Linda's going to help me to get two hundred percent more profit. Well, it it's possible, right? But it depends. It's going to depend on the person being coached uh, and their commitment to the process. It's going to depend on where you've started out. So if you start with zero or you start with, say, 100 rand, it's pretty easy to double that to 200 rand, right? If you start out with a million rand, it's not as easy to double it to 2 million rand. So the percentage can be... um, a real misleading figure okay. uh, in, in my mind. And it, it's rather, I know it can be a bit sort of vague to say, I will help your business grow, Craig. Okay. And I'll help you grow. That's more accurate than saying I'll help your business grow by X percent. Okay. Small business owners. I mean, I've, I, I, know, I know quite a lot of them out there. I mean, I'm, I'm one of them. Um, how important is Aren't it? We all? <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> How important is it to, to, to have a business plan? Is it is it important to have one? Oh, absolutely. Uh, you know, I think a lot of people think they can just sort of get by on ideas and hustling and, you know, just, just pushing their business uh, through all the social media platforms. Um, but personally... 
I don't think that works in the long term. And that's the bottom line is, are you just trying something out to be experimental or do you really have uh, a goal in mind? Do you have an objective to create a sustainable business for your family, mm -hmm. a legacy for the future? Do you have, um, do, you, do you have, I mean, everyone talks about those wonderful dreams and goals like traveling the world in a, you know, in a boat or something yes. or having six, six houses or just your dream house in the mountains or by the sea. But is that, if it's really your dream, hey, if it really is your dream, and that's the question you have to ask yourself, is this really my dream? Then, you know, if, if you, you're not going to get there if you don't take certain steps to get there and if you're not serious about it and i've come across so many small business owners 12 15 years into their business and they and they haven't really moved anywhere since year two or three right yes. and they're still complaining <laughs> or they're still dreaming so you know without without a plan um I don't think you actually get anywhere. My plan, you'll find if you ever sit down with me and look at my plan, it's like many pages long. It's it's written, but it's also in a, a, a visual format as well with pictures of what the dream looks like. Mm -hmm. And I've reviewed it more than once to say, is this realistic? Is it something that's achievable? And what are the action steps that I have to take to get there? And it, and it does work. Okay. It does work. You know, that, that, that just reminds me now, um, you know, we spent some, some time at uh, Reflay the one Saturday, um, busy filming, and uh, you and I got mm. talking a bit. And um, it just reminds me now of what you're talking about me with, um, about those uh, bubbles. You know, like when you're a kid, you're blowing those bubble things. Shiny yes, bubbles. those kind of shiny <laughs> bubble things, you know, and I'm, I'm a seven, so I chase off the shiny things. <laughs> and it really got, and, and, and you actually really spoke to me about that. And you actually gave me a good answer. Um, can you just explain that, that little story before I give you my mind-blowing uh, epiphany that I had? Can you just maybe explain it to the other people <laughs> what, what, that, what that is all about so they can uh, understand where I'm coming from? Sure. So, um, I mean, every now and then I come up with these um, quirky little ideas um, and describe them um, to, to others. So, you know, without naming people's names, I've got a couple of clients <laughs> that, that I've come across and I'm sitting there and I'm thinking, what is it about them that, you know, causes them to always be following the, the shiny bubble? And the shiny bubble is an analogy. If you can think of when you were a kid and you used to get that little bottle with a stick in it and then you blow bubbles and you would chase them, right? Mm. And they're beautiful, hey? They're exciting. They're wonderful. They make you smile. They catch your attention. The, you've got all the energy in the world to go after them. And then what happens? They pop. They pop. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing except sticky stuff left, right? And so that's an analogy for many, many business ideas where, you, you know, you'll come up with something, Craig, you might come up with something and, it, and it's exciting and you've got lots of energy to chase it and you think it's, you know, it's really pretty and it's going to, it's going to be something that delivers and then it pops and you're left with the sticky stuff. Mm. So it's a real analogy for business and what um, 
my answer to it really is to sit with these these individuals who chase the shiny bubbles and ask them to make it more um, solid, you know, more like a shiny bouncy ball or something at least. It's still fun. It's still colorful. You can still chase it. Yeah. You've got a lot of energy to do it, but it's, at least it's solid, right? Yeah. So again, with the analogy, it's about just, um, it's just sitting down and saying, is this idea that I have, does it have substance? Is it something that can last? Is it something that can generate revenue for me if I put the effort into it? That's 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 the story. Well, yeah, because I mean that that actually really answered a lot of questions, and I believe um, people come across my way uh, to in 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 the season and the season and the reason, you know. And uh, one of the things mm -hmm. that I actually got from that was that I think a lot of small businesses they got these fantastic ideas, but uh, we we're actually talking about doing the show. And you asked me, is this a hobby or is this something that you want to start doing as a uh, service? And I actually started yeah. thinking, thinking to myself, saying, well, you know what, the video, uh, the, the, the vlog inside, yes, I'd like to start doing that as a business service, but I think it's very important that I make this a hobby kind of thing. And I think a lot of small business owners get caught up between what is a hobby and what is a service. Um, because plenty of times I've sat down going, well, what is my hobby? And I actually don't have a hobby because... <laughs> All of my hobbies was actually involved into, well, I, char I charge this and I charge that. So, is it my final question? Is it very important for small business people to have a hobby? And if they do, can they can they turn it into a service one day? Well, I know one particular client who likes to play the guitar and sing. Um, and yet they're a financial planner. So I'm not <laughs> sure how the two would really connect. <laughs> I'm not sure how the two really connect. In that case, I would be saying, you know, the one is a true hobby and, and your business is your business. It is, however, important to focus on the business in whatever you determine are your business hours, right? And to make time for those things that you love doing and for the people you love spending time with. I see too often uh, in small businesses, in fact, in loads of people, that everything kind of overlaps too much. And, and it's something I've really tried to do throughout my career and, and motherhood as well, was to separate work from home, separate work from friends. Um, you really concentrate and really focus on what needed to be achieved uh, in a work day and then really try and spend time, quality time with, with the family or doing, doing the things that you enjoy doing outside of that. I think it's possible to combine the two. Okay. Um, but be very clear if you're combining the two where the line is drawn. Yeah, I suppose. Because you know? otherwise, you, you know, otherwise you just work 24 hours seven days a week, 365, and there's no break yeah. from it. No, correct. Uh, um, okay, future plans for Linda? Oh, some good plans. Yesterday, I spent some time uh, reviewing my content strategy. So for uh, two years, I've been working with uh, tools and techniques that other coaches have come up with and, you know, that you can access things maybe on, on Google or from some sites. Um, and I realized it's about time that I share the Just Ask Linda voice, which I've been building for some time, and the brand that I've been able to strengthen 
um, especially through the BNI network that we both belong to. Mm. Uh, and um, yeah, so I've got some exciting ideas in mind on how to streamline the customer journey, how to um, be very clear on, on on what I can do to help people succeed. Um, I find with coaches, all kinds of coaches, you're interviewing all the coaches for the last couple of weeks. It's not clear. It's not clear what each of us do. And I think it's, it's something we ourselves need to communicate more clearly uh, what our superpowers are. Yeah. You know, mine are... That is getting to the, getting to the, what's behind what you're trying to achieve. You know, I really try and delve in through asking many, many questions. I want to know what do you really want and when do you want to get it done by? Because then we can put a clear strategic plan together. Um, and then my second superpower is getting you to do it, getting things done focused action um you know and each of us as a coach needs to be clear on on that message i think sure um and then contact details how can people get hold of you uh well i've got a website it's www.justasklinda.co.za have a linkedin profile um, which is also linda dent and just ask linda i've got a facebook profile just ask linda you're getting the theme here. Yep. Hey, if you just go to Google and type Just Ask Linda, you will find everything. I've even got a YouTube channel, I think, there somewhere. Oh, well, well fantastic. <laughs> well, thank you very much, Linda, for spending some time with me today and uh, uh, joining the challenge of an interview with me online. Yeah, thank you very much for the opportunity. Really enjoyed yeah, it. Great. Well, that's all, folks. Until next week, uh, have a lovely week, and we'll see you guys soon. Cheers. Goodbye. <laughs>